0: Welcome to Gadget, a podcast from Gizmodo, where we woman explain the latest technology. I'm your host, consumer technology editor, Caitlin McGarry, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Gizmodo reporter, Florence Ion. Hello, Flo. What's up? What's up? What's up? I, the, you raised the roof.
1: That's exactly <laughs> the energy we need for the first week of 2022. I'm faking it. I'm faking it. Listen, it's all good. We're just going to fake it till we make it, baby. that's what this year (laughs) is all about. We're just really setting the tone.
0: (laughs) Um, Flo, this week we are going to dive into some of the things that we've seen coming out of CES, some of the coolest products we saw, some of the biggest trends for the year, some stuff that's going to be inescapable for people as they're Mm. buying technology this year. But first, I wanted to get us started by talking about this very weird Apple Watch thing, and we're gonna dive into that in a minute. But let me just—it's—it's it's a commercial for the for weird or fear mongering. I would say, okay, maybe not weird. Very dramatic. Yeah. Weird in that it's inspired people to talk about a commercial in a way that they haven't. I don't think for a while.
1: That's Don Draper marketing for you, by wow. the way. So straight it's working. out of Mad
0: Men. This commercial, (laughs) it's effective. It's definitely effective. It is. So, before we dive into that, just wanted to set the stage. (laughs) And then we're going to round things out by talking about things that have been getting us through this week, specifically snacks. We've been covering CES all week. We haven't been in Vegas uh, for the show because that seemed uh, like a terrible idea health wise, Mm -hmm. but we've still Mm -hmm. been covering it. We've been working many hours a day seeing cool things uh, i'm
1: just laughing cuz you're saying health-wise, that was a decision we didn't go to ces but when we talk about the snack portion you know some people <laughs> might have an opinion about the health sure well of some of the things we consume <laughs> <laughs> well we can you know i will say
0: i think we've done to be we've fair. done better here in our homes than we would have done in vegas where the food, true. The food options are few and far between. They're all tiny little snacks, uh, and so you're basically just running around shoving little burgers in your mouth as you see the latest gadgets. And then, like, there's no water anywhere, so you're just like grabbing a beer from some poor waiter. No water in a no desert. No water in a desert. <laughs> so you're starving. Like you've had a little bit to drink, and you're just like writing. That's the journalist lifestyle, really. So
1: how is this different <laughs> from the week that we just had at I home? I haven't had any alcohol Listen, this week. I'll just say that. Same. It's I have had a lot of tea. Oh. Way more tea than I normally would consume. Yeah, we're going to talk about it, guys, because it's the first week of the year, and mm-hmm. CES kind of marks it for us tech journalists. And so, you know, we've been talking a lot about food we've been talking in the Gizmodo we Slack. We have. <laughs> it's so been sustaining us this week in between (laughs) literally figuratively
0: in between talking (laughs) about technology. We're just talking about what we're stuffing in our faces. It's great. It's great Mm -hmm. though. So we're going to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about this Apple watch situation because Mm -hmm. it's very interesting. Well, I have to tell you after we got back, From New Year's, we had a little, little time off. A day, we had a day off. We had a day Um, off. (laughs) We had one day for New Year's. I got some messages about this Apple Watch commercial. That oh, you did? I did. Like people in your life? Yeah, from people in my life. It debuted over the weekend, uh, and I guess people saw it on TV or just around online. But it's for the new Apple Watch Series Seven, which has cellular connectivity but Apple Watches have had that for a long time. So the interesting thing about this commercial is that you don't see anything really you just see like an ocean, like you see a desert, you see like these remote locations and then you hear audio of people who have called 911 using their Apple Watch, their cellular Apple Watch because they've been, you know, stranded somewhere or been in a car accident and water is flooding their vehicle. And the only device they have on them is their watch. And so you just hear this like panicked audio from people who are in these emergency situations and they've called 911 and these are actual 911 recordings. And it's like so intense. It's It's so so intense. It's so intense. And it's like, at first I was like, Oh my god! I should start wearing my Apple Watch like every single day. I just wear I wear it kind of sporadically right now. And then I was like, wait, I don't even pay for the cellular. I should start paying for the cellular part.
1: <laughs> that's why I pay for cellular on my Samsung Galaxy Watch Four. Oh, because you think because... it will actually
0: come in handy mm-hmm. in an emergency? Okay.
1: Wow. I, yeah, and admittedly, that's such a like anxious brain thing. Sure. And it's something that's like been my coping mechanism through life is to just like try and. Prepare myself for any possible situation, mm-hmm. and so when I was buying this watch, I was thinking, "Oh, well, maybe I shouldn't get the LTE version because the battery life is not as good." Which, by the way, it's not. I, and I'm talking about the Samsung watch, not the Apple Watch here. Yeah. But at the same time, I've started to hear more stories about people. Like I was listening to Life After MLM, a podcast, and on on brand. Sure. <laughs> and um it's a good podcast by the way if you're just like into that sort of thing, but one of the former MLMers was telling a story about how she was like kidnapped and used her Galaxy Watch with LTE to like try and call the police. And when I heard the story, I was just like this see, this this is why I pay the 10 dollars a month. I was like you never know. And then Apple releases this like very rescue 911-esque commercial Took me back to just like yeah. watching that show in the dark, fearing for my life. And the thing is, is one of the <laughs> examples they use, as you mentioned, was like a person out on the ocean paddleboarding. And like, I have been paddleboarding and I've been in a situation where the wind kind of stops and you're just like, or the wind is too hard because you went out the wrong way. So you can't catch the breeze to go back into shore. So it's, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It's good marketing. yeah. <laughs> it effective it is good marketing
0: i mean it just like one of the things that's always appealed to me about the apple watch is that it has all of these health tracking features mm-hmm. you know you can if you fall the watch can detect if you fall and it can call 911 for you but i i just like i've always thought of it as like oh this would be great for me to give to someone like who i'm worried about as like a gift mm-hmm. but now i'm like Oh, like what if I'm out hiking, and I get lost? Which has happened to me before. I've gotten lost, and like I need to be like airlifted from. Ce- and now I'm like, oh my god, I'm freaked out. Like I should start using like the cellular. God
1: forbid that did happen to one of my friends who had to be helicoptered out of the Sierras. Oh my god! Um, wow, it's a it's a whole story. So <laughs> this is what this is why these things sell, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I think it really will sell a lot of watches to be honest like I I had people reach out to me like uh now I'm actually thinking about getting an Apple watch and I'm like you know it's not the worst thing in the world to have like as far as gadgets go like it's not there's a lot of useless ones out there and this one is actually like pretty useful
1: I think the only reason it sort of rubs me the wrong way and this is, like, a societal issue, which is that, you know, as women, I'm constantly having to think about, like, how to protect myself in this world. Sure. You know, my keychain is full of all, like, little weapons, right? Because that's what I think about it in my mind. Oh, okay. Um, I
0: should seriously. probably get some little weapons. <laughs> and, well. <laughs> what little weapons are you using? Uh, like I have, some little mace? Like a, a baby mace situation. I don't have a
1: mace, actually. I have a knife, a flip-out knife mm. on my keys. Ooh. Yeah, um, yeah. It's okay. a whole, I have to you, get
0: something I know I'll actually use. I should get a little mace.
1: <laughs> you can, and you can get like those things that you you know, little uh, wannabe knuckle. fist knuckle situation. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Again, this is a whole that's a whole podcast episode in of itself. But so that's why I had, <laughs> I had like done the LTE thing. I was like, oh, this is another way that I like need to protect myself. It unfortunately, when the company comes through and uses it as like marketing, and you're just like. Damn it. <laughs> right.
0: Like I don't That the, is the, the world whole, we live in, isn't it? <laughs> the whole like playing into fear as a reason to buy something is not I mean, it's realistic, but it also doesn't feel great. You're like, oh, wow. Okay.
1: I know. I feel that way covering security systems. I'm like, look at all these cool things mm. they can do, but it's also like, I have the most surveilled house on the block. <laughs> Why? You really do. I wow. live in the you, summer. You, like I, I People don't do lock you even their doors. see anyone? <laughs> yeah, just my neighbors. We're literally, we've just been in this like perpetual. Yeah. Anyway, Flo, good you're, marketing you're on Apple's in, part.
0: You're falling into <laughs> the surveillance industrial complex. I,
1: yeah, listen, all explored in writing this year, okay? Okay. <laughs> let's keep on. I really
0: think you need keep to coming.
1: dig into this. <laughs> I do. It's actually something I've been mulling about in my mind for a while now, but. <sighs>
0: Dan cameras. (laughs) Okay, maybe not. It is part Mm -hmm. of your job. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, now that we've fully freaked ourselves out and are uh, preparing for (laughs) the best ways to protect ourselves in this terrible world, we're going to take a break.
1: (laughs) We did one. And when
0: we get back, (laughs) we'll talk about technology trends from CES. Can't wait. Get 80% off your impression
1: kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: Hello. This week, we have been covering CES, which is the best and worst week of the year for us as Mm -hmm. technology journalists, because Mm -hmm. we see all the new things that are coming. We have to write about all the new things that are coming. It's a bit of a whirlwind. But now that we're a few days into it, we can officially, I think, assess the trends that are coming this year. So we just wanted to share with people you know, this is what you're gonna be seeing on store shelves, this is what you're gonna be able to buy. Some of the stuff we've seen is like a little conceptual and maybe like prohibitively expensive for mm. a lot of people. Mm. Yes. But that's okay. It's still still fun to to talk about, right?
1: I yeah. mean, eventually whatever starts out as like a, a preview turns into some sort of a trend, and then eventually, like yes. for instance, the folding displays. It's, they're mm-hmm. coming to more form factors we saw at CES. They're coming to more yeah. like laptops and tablets. And there's like a
0: whole foldable PC that's coming, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is, it actually looks extremely cool. It's massive. It's, I mean, it's like a laptop, but unfolds into like a giant, I think. Yeah. The screen is how big? It's like 18 inches. It's so, it's ridiculous.
1: Dubious about, that but at the same yeah. time again these things will then get shrunk down they'll iterate on yeah. it and then it'll be like a i whole... mean well just think about
0: like okay so we see a lot of stuff that companies are like this is cool and it definitely looks cool but then you're like do i want a laptop that just folds shut but then opens into a giant tablet like a giant tablet like not even like a manageable size tablet <laughs> Does anyone actually want that? I feel like sometimes we're just using, we're just doing things
1: just to... Just to do things. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm Yeah. One thing that's actually going to be useful, like definitely happening this year, going to be super useful is something that you've been covering for, God, like close to a year now. And it's the new smart home standard called Matter. And every time you write about it, I swear people are like, what is like... I know it's happening, but I don't know what matter is. And maybe no one will figure it out until they flip the switch on matter and suddenly everything has matter in it. But can you just walk us through what the hell is matter?
1: <laughs> it's just basically a new protocol. I mean, you know, I don't want to, like, go heavy on the jargon No, totally. Just like, what is it?
0: What is it going to do for people? Like, we don't even have to know exactly like the technology behind the scenes, but like, what's it going to do?
1: Go to the store, find a smart bulb, look at the back of the box, assuming you're shopping in person. And if it has a little logo, that's the matter logo, (laughs) which
0: little matter logo. Yeah. mm
1: -hmm, Then you know that you can bring it home and it'll work with Google, Amazon, Samsung, and Apple. All four of those big companies, by the way, are part of a giant consortium called the Consumers, <laughs> the CSA, which for some reason, my brain has like forgotten what it's sta- Connectivity Standards? Standards Alliance. Thank you. Yeah, hey. um, <laughs> we did it. Yeah. And so they came together and they were like, we're going to come up with one particular standard. It's based on a specific chip called Thread. Which kind of exists in a bunch of like Google and Amazon smart home products you probably have in your home right now, so the good news is that listen this at the end of the day, it's a departure from like a smart home hub, and it's making it easy for you to just like go buy a smart bulb, bring it home, and then keep buying more small smart bulbs <laughs> so that you keep building out right. an ecosystem at home like that's that's the end goal here uh, so and-
0: basically, like so. This has been a problem for like Apple users specifically. Is that you go to the store, you want like a HomeKit house so you can connect it to like an iPad or your Apple TV, but HomeKit doesn't work with anything else. It only works with stuff that's labeled HomeKit. Mm-hmm. So then, if you have like other stuff from other companies that you like, but just doesn't work with HomeKit, then you can't you can't use it. So basically, Matter is going to just make everything no matter what company makes it, as long as it works with matter, it works all together, which is super useful because one of the worst parts about the smart home is that you have to do so much research, not even just like what's the best product to buy. You have to do so much research to figure out, okay, so if I have this thing and this other thing, do I have to use two separate apps to control both of those things or will they work in one location? Yeah. Yep. Caitlin's got it. Yeah. Wow. It's it's almost like I've read everything you've ever written, Flo.
1: <laughs> I and the thing is, is I it feels like I've been writing a lot, but then when I go back, nothing has really. Wh- what we have from CES is just more companies being like, we're committed to it. This product will probably be, you know, yes. compatible with Matter when it goes live. Like that's really what we're talking about here. So, the smart home still a thing, and if you haven't bought into it, I have a feeling twenty twenty two you might decide. To finally put a camera on your doorbell.
0: Or, like, you know, even just like a couple smart bulbs. You can like set some set some mood lighting, whatever, you know. Or like you cover, there's a new smart lock that you can use your iPhone to unlock your door, which is like kind of big. Or that's your like Apple a, Watch. That's like a new thing for Apple this fall mm-hmm. is making it possible for you to unlock stuff. Either your car. Unlock your car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be big. I mean, mm-hmm. once more stuff su- starts supporting it, like, how useful is that? Although also problematic because, like, if you lose your phone, <laughs> you might be completely screwed. You won't be able to get yeah. into your car because you probably won't take your phone and your keys with you. You'll just be like, oh, I can do everything with my phone. But then you lose your phone and it's just it's all downhill from there.
1: They'll, they, Listen, I know the companies will figure something <laughs> out around this because they, they know won't. they're thinking around it. <laughs> totally.
0: Um, another thing that we saw that people have been reading all of our coverage about, are new TVs. New TVs are coming. And the big trend this year is quantum dot OLED. I know it sounds like really cool and like extremely futuristic or whatever, but basically all you need to know is that the TVs are going to be like a little brighter. (laughs) They're going to be like a little bit better. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Do you remember, and actually you can still do this now, but back in the day when like Blu-ray and I think it was HD DVD had just come out. Mm -hmm. And so you would go to the, you know, the big electronics, big box store and they would have the TVs on display showing like both of the same movie on like two different discs. So it's basically going to be like that now. Totally. But for like quantum OLED versus like whatever. I think LG is not doing quantum dot. From what I was reading, they're doing their own version of it. Yeah, I I'm know. Still,
0: it's, it's like a few different companies. That. It's like Sony is the big one, and their TV looks extremely cool. High Sense is doing it, so you're gonna you're gonna see like it's not every TV is quantum dot OLED, but you are seeing a lot of them. Also, mini LED, which if you have, you know, a newer iPad or a MacBook, like you probably are familiar with how good many many led screens look so just like everything's gonna look better it's definitely something that most people won't pay attention to that much but you know it gets it gets a little more obvious
1: i don't even have a 4k <laughs> like t- my tv is i mean i
0: think most people are like most for people some are like, reason yeah, I, have, I think my tv is like oled might be 4k not sure um i mean people definitely notice the jump from like you know, LCD to OLED, obviously, that's like the huge difference. And again, you can see this in in smartphones, like before everyone before TVs, like, you know, it's the screens do look a lot different, but you have to be looking at them side by side. So if you go to a Best Buy and you see a quantum dot OLED TV this year, you're gonna see like (laughs) a slightly less better TV next to it. And
1: then you'll see the difference. Yeah. 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 And then you'll be like, $5,000 5000 yeah. more dollars. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, weirdly, up, yeah. we're <laughs> not hearing a lot
0: about pricing on these. So, uh, hmm, interesting. Mm, interesting. TBD. Yeah. Another really cool mm. thing. I don't know if it's cool or if it's just like, I don't know what's happening actually, are all of the laptops that have two screens on them. Have you, did you see any of these? Okay. So like, I there's did. one. Yeah. So there's, I'm thinking specifically about this really ridiculous Lenovo laptop that's coming out. That has a screen embedded in the keyboard. It's like the keys have been shifted to the left and on the right side is just like this little eight inch screen.
1: Like it's, if you put your it's, phone it's to exactly the right of your keyboard is like you essentially your phone
0: on your keyboard. And I cannot figure it out. I can't figure it out. They I mean the company had like a bunch of like, oh, you can take notes on it. Oh, you can look at like a it's just unhinged. I can't. (laughs) It's so weird. But we are seeing we saw a lot of laptops this year that had multiple screens. And it's just like,
1: I don't I don't know. Like, do do people
0: want that? I don't know
1: if my desk is that mobile. Like I, I mean, I have a laptop. I dock Mm -hmm. it when I'm at home. I haven't gone anywhere (laughs) to work remotely. So I'm not even thinking about I'm not even thinking about this usage case. And I, you know, like the left-hander set out there, the Lenovo ThinkBook with the wide Mm -hmm. main screen and the little screen on it, it's for right-handers.
0: That's true. You can't choose the alignment of the screen. It's just a one-trick pony. It's it's a one-trick
1: pony that I think is supposed to start some sort of a trend. I think that's why it exists.
0: I don't think anyone wants a screen in their keyboard. I, just I don't, don't want a
1: screen in my key. I mean, I'll, I'll take like a cute little screen I could upload a gift to and, you know, have like my name, you know, with a little emoji well, around it. But that's it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but like, you know, they were saying if you don't have like an external monitor, you just have your laptop. This gives you another screen to work on. And it's like the screen is so small. It is. And also you're typing. So like your hands are right next to the screen so you have to do a full like full body shift over to anyway we're gonna link to it in the show notes you guys have to see Mm -hmm. a photo of this thing Mm because it's freaking ridiculous but yeah maybe we'll see more laptops with weirdly placed second screens not from apple you know, that is safe to say, not from Although Apple. they
1: did do the touch bar, What am I, who am I? I should uh, probably walk that back. <laughs>
0: they took the touch bar out because they realized
1: no one wants the touch bar. Too many angry articles yeah. about it.
0: Another, like, some very small but, like, useful things that we saw mm-hmm. this year, we saw... Better webcams because everyone's still working at
1: home. I know. So
0: the laptops have better and webcams. And apparently
1: Zoom dysmorphia is not enough for us. So now we have to make webcams yeah. even more high def. So make me want to go get, you know, even more Botox. Well <laughs> so, so. Okay. Um Well, you know, they're offering like Zoom packages now. If you want to like go in and get your face souped up, so I did not know that. And See? I live so in I'm a
0: I live in Hollywood, ma'am. Wow. <laughs> I did not know they were
1: offering Zoom Botox. This is what I read about in the newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, a future eighty. I I just saw.
0: I just saw a glimpse of eighty-year-old Flo, and you know what? I liked it already there. (laughs) I liked (laughs) it. Um, we also saw some really weird, like little projectors. Like people are definitely all still about home entertainment and
1: people still ask me like hey do you know what a good projector is and I'm like no I don't Like I, I know not, there's a bunch out there but I don't no. I literally would not recommend a projector to anyone it's like so I would not either. It's,
0: it's so hard to create the perfect conditions for a projector to make anything you borrow watch your good. teacher
1: friend's projector that's the only projector you should right. do for a backyard movie night go to the nearby <laughs> elementary school and ask them if you can borrow one that's it
0: Something from, like, (laughs) 1995 will absolutely get the job done. Exactly. I mean, I can see, like, a backyard movie So you want a projector, but it's just really hard to make sure everything is, Mm. yeah. And, like, in the daytime, anyway, we saw a lot of projectors. We'll link to them in the show notes. Some of them are pretty, like, cute and small, so maybe they'll be good. We haven't reviewed them yet, but we will, so stay tuned for that. Mm -hmm. We're going to be reviewing everything that we saw at CES. Mm -hmm. So, nope. we have no recommendations for anything just yet. Nope. But we saw some weird <laughs> shit and we wanted you to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I know we're almost to the finish line. CES is almost over. But in the meantime, we have some snacks for sustenance. So when we get back, we're gonna we're gonna take a deep dive into some of our faves. I feel like we have very different tastes in snacks, well, so <laughs> we're gonna talk about this for a second. <laughs> Yes.
1: Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall.
0: it's been it's been a week. It's only Wednesday, but it has been
1: a week. And what have we eaten this week? Have we eaten anything of nutritional value? You know, <laughs>
0: you know, um okay, that's a, that's a tough question to answer, but I know that it's better than it would be if we were actually in Vegas wandering around seeing stuff. I I remember being in Vegas and just like grabbing something for later and then just like stuffing it in my backpack and then like not eating like an entire day. Mm -hmm. And it's obviously we're not recommending this lifestyle. It's it's terrible. I don't know how we got anything done. So definitely more pure adrenaline,
1: baby. (laughs) It's seriously just
0: pure (laughs) adrenaline. Because once you're when you're running from place to place, it's just, yeah, you're just going. It It is.
1: Yeah, I will say stuffing my face a little more this week than I normally would in Vegas. True. And it's because I was like, oh, well, I should stock up on snacks
0: mm-hmm. for
1: the week of CES because I I knew I would need complex carbs and sugar, mm. mostly artificial sugar Absolutely. to get me through yep. like all the writing that needed to be done.
0: Yep. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Definitely um, sugar. Just yeah. Uh, one day I had, I believe I told you this, I had a Reese's Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. I've been rationing them because you can't buy them in stores until next Christmas. So
1: Mm-mm. they usually sell out pretty fast. People they love do. their Reese's Christmas or their Reese's shaped Listen, chocolate peanut butter. The Reese's holiday seasonal theme.
0: shapes are better than the I cups. Know. I have taken this stance before, and I will take it again. But I put a little flaky sea salt on top of the Reese's tree. Because salt Girl. is also great for, like, perking Girl. you up. Girl, did a... you,
1: like, bougie up your I Reese's did. peanut <laughs> butter cup?
0: <laughs> this $12 box of salt, <laughs> I just
1: put it right over that dollar Reese's. <laughs> she did a little Himalayan salt, like, block. She, like, shaved oh, it yeah. off on there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was doing a little salt bay situation. A little salt yeah. bay,
0: absolutely. It tasted <laughs> delicious. It really did the trick. I've also been just, like, binging on... Uh, Chili covered
1: mango from Trader Joe's. <gasps> Can we take a miss, like moment of silence? I miss for that Trader snack, Joe's. I swear. Oh, you don't have one. I not like without paying bridge toll or driving like oh. twenty minutes, which I don't want to. And so oh, we no. just don't go. Also, the one that you have to pay bridge toll for is uh, typically surrounded by bees. There's always like a bee what? infestation in the parking lot. This is a. That's thing. That's how you know you're this not is supposed a thing. to shop
0: at Trader Joe's because
1: it's fucking like surrounded by bees. <laughs> On more than one occasion, I have like read in community forums, like there's bees in the parking lot this season, guys, be careful. So something to keep in mind. Um, My sustenance usually comes from another major conglomerate, Mm. which is Starbucks. Yes. (laughs) Listen,
0: Starbucks? That app? Consistent? They give you the app? So many stars.
1: (laughs) I have so many stars. I have I have a lot of points I've accumulated over the holiday season, but I still have not used them because I I like to save them for okay. you know you that buying, one day like- you want to buy everybody cake pops. So. Oh, that's good. I was like, are you going to buy like some Starbucks merch with all your stars? <laughs> sometimes I think about it. Sometimes I think about it, but no, I I subsist off of the breakfast sandwiches. Mm-hmm. They're all just they're all good. In- incredibly sustaining. Yeah. Um, I've also discovered the, and now this is going to turn into how I have a whole page on my Android phone of fast food apps. Uh, oh, McDonald's no. app has a lot of free stuff in it. I didn't know. I mean, of
0: course, McDonald's has an app. I've never used it. Wow. Okay.
1: And you know what else I've noticed, by the way, because <clears throat> I have both McDonald's and Burger King in my <laughs> suburb, as you do, <laughs> is when you drive by one, Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is really happening. I have to look into the science of what like location is pinging in the background, but I swear to god, I always get a McDonald's notif when I drive by Burger King, and then I always oh. get a Burger King notif when I drive past the McDonald's. I swear to god.
0: Interesting. A little like I, geofencing they're fighting for me. For the I think so.
1: Because Sephora does that too with like Ulta. Really? Or at least I think it's or at least I think <laughs> it's done that. It's just been very yeah, when you're near a Sephora, it'll pop up. Oh, now I remember. I was at the Glendale Galleria, and it was like, hey, there's a Sephora there. Don't forget, before you leave.
0: There is a Sephora there. Oh, man.
1: hmm That's... Which I didn't go to. And then as I was leaving that parking garage, it's like, don't forget, there's this." Anyway. Anyway, I ate a lot of food this week. Pocky. (laughs) I also ate Pocky, by the way. You
0: definitely went on a Pocky journey. Uh, How many flavors? You were, I mean, every day it seemed like you had a fresh stash.
1: And I hope they were like different flavors. Here's what I'm doing. I'm working through right now. Almond Crush. Ooh. Okay. Okay. These are covered in like, and these are really nice because see, they come out in like this really nice packaging. So you can like see the nuts per stick oh yeah on there nice so that's nice that's the almond crushed one i also went through uh the very dark like there's a very dark edition i forgot what it's called that was yummy like i went through that chocolate. on a whole afternoon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then and this is these are the ones that i said i was popping like cigarettes um right <laughs> you did the, you did say that yes <laughs> yes the pocky slims
0: which totally are like
1: the Virginia slims Absolutely. of Pocky. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> the bags are smaller, but there's like more per bag. So I don't know that you're actually like getting the slim effect <laughs> from this
0: box of Pocky. There's nothing slim about that, no.
1: <laughs> but uh, great. It sounds great. I so those are the three boxes. I still have strawberry and cookies and cream to work through. And then I started a box of matcha green. With my family. <laughs> First week of the new year, everyone. Just t- t- taste testing Pocky. You know, the next Gizmodo Iron Chef is just going to be. Sure, yep. Learning how to make <laughs> Pocky at home. I don't know. It's, <laughs> I love anything. Just put frosting on any pretzel and I'll eat it. Like, that's honestly.
0: Yep. Yeah. Flo, I love your, I love your Pocky stick situation. I wish I had stocked up on literally anything. I've just been... Hanging on for dear life, but um, you know it's fine. It's totally fine. It's
1: it was one of those uh, times that I snuck away to Daiso without the family knowing, and I Ooh, disappeared for like three Daiso. hours. So it has yeah. been a minute so, since I've been there. That is across the bridge, and I will pay bridge toll for that one. It's worth. <laughs> There's no it bees. It is worth so. it.
0: <laughs> no bees. in the Daiso.
1: <laughs> Not yet.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, well, we did it. We made it. We're we're almost our done first with podcast this week. in the new
1: year, by the way.
0: Po- oh wow! First podcast of twenty twenty two. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it took us it took us a little bit to get here, but we did it.
1: <laughs> I do think that this is going to be quite the year, not just for tech, but just like for the lives that we live online on the internet. So, you know, I hope There's that people will find us as a guide, and not, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, we want to we want to help people figure stuff out as we're figuring it out. So mm-hmm. to that end, people can email us with questions at gadgets at gizmodo dot com or they can reach out to us individually on Twitter. I'm at Caitlin underscore McGarry flow. You are at Oh, that flow on every platform since mm-hmm. the day I met you. And before we go, we'd like to thank our producer and sound engineer, Ryan Allen, who makes us sound great, and our art designer, Vicky Lita. And if you're using Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd appreciate a rating and an Apple Podcasts review if you like what you've heard so far. And if you're listening to us on any other platform, please subscribe. We appreciate you so much.
1: (sighs) Until next week. Until next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye, everyone.